128 to 97, Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. Good win for the Lakers tonight. Very, very good win for the Lakers tonight. I was telling Michael in the pregame show that I thought um, this one might be a tough one. This one might be a battle. Last game the Lakers played against Golden State was a blowout here at Staples, so you thought, okay, Warriors get another shot two weeks later at uh, at Chase Center that they would be much more engaged. No, not the case. Lakers blew them out again. Um, so impressive all-around win for the Lakers. I don't like to pay too much attention to what the Warriors, what the standings are, where they're sitting um, 20 and 19 coming off that win against the Jazz yesterday. This is a good win. This is a really, really good win for the Lakers. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. You could tweet me at Alan Sleewa. I'll read some of those tweets here in just a second as far as uh, everybody's thoughts on the game. Um, but this is uh, this is the main thing that I want to point out here real quick. you got to keep this thing rolling. you got the Minnesota Timberwolves coming up tomorrow, Charlotte after that, Atlanta after that. Uh, it's going to be so key for the Lakers to just – take advantage of this opportunity and the advantage obviously is um, some of these matchups that you should be winning next three are at home at, at Staples Center let me take a quick phone call here uh, 877-710-ESPN Solomon and Lake, Bal- uh, Lake Balboa what's going on Solomon thank you for calling in hey hey I'm, I'm good Alan you know I do I don't want to put any kind of doubts on the flames of tonight's win I mean the, the guys put up some points that was impressive but I've had this burning question and I want to get your response. Sure. Lakers are, Lakers are going to have to make a big decision here. Mm-hmm. There's one or two ways they can go. We all know they need a big. Are you going to go and just keep someone functional like a Damian Jones and hold on to your core players? Or are you going to go and try to hit the home run? Because you know if you're going to get Drummond or Hassan Whiteside or even uh, Jared Allen, which of these four players do you want to say goodbye to? Kuzma, KCP, um, AC, or Harold, I, I appreciate. Those I appreciate yeah. you calling in, Solomon. Let me uh, let me jump in here. Um, okay, obviously I, I cannot read what Palenka in the front office is going to do, but I, I wouldn't be too surprised if things are played out the way they were last year, where the Lakers held held court. They didn't get rid of Kuzma. They didn't get rid of THT, and they went in. They brought in Markeith Morris because they felt like that's the type of player that they needed. Um, I got a feeling Lakers will be patient. We'll see what happens here in the buyout market. Lakers are obviously an incredibly attractive destination. Uh, there's a lot of chances for teams like this to, or players like this to kind of resurrect their career and try and chase an NBA championship. So we'll see what ends up happening. I'll just say walking away from tonight's game, um, nice team performance, and I feel like over the next couple of weeks, hopefully there's you know obviously some more help for the Lakers. Let's hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. A good win for the Lake Show. Final score, 128-97. to Here's Coach on the win over the Warriors. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we've been preaching all year, uh, to share the basketball, play for each other. I, I thought hey, Frank, just want to ask you first about the ball movement. It seemed like there were a lot of extra passes uh, up and down the roster. Uh, was there anything you noticed about that as it evolved throughout the game? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we've been preaching all year, uh, to share the basketball, play for each other. I, I thought in particular tonight, you know, uh, when we got to the paint, we made better decisions than, we, than we've been doing the, the last few games. Um, you know, but we've been we've been sharing the ball like this for some time. We just haven't been knocking down shots from the perimeter, and I, I think you saw that tonight. Um, you know, along with some other finishes at the rim. Frank, the bench tonight uh, was you know obviously very effective and efficient. Uh, in theory, you should be shorthanded given the guys that were out, but it, you know having Coos and Tht and, and Trez there. Uh, anything with that trio specifically that you that you saw? Well, they all played great, you know, uh, 
we sprinkle in a, a starter with with the second unit, and um, you know we we threw them off a little bit with uh, with the zone. Their second unit has been playing well, so uh, we threw some zone at those guys, and we're able to go on a run in uh, in the second quarter. But Talon Foos and Trez all had terrific nights, um, scoring the ball, making the right plays, extra passes, and and our whole group defended at a high level. It, just to focus on THT for a second, Frank, it seemed like there were you know a couple of weeks where he was a little down uh, before the break, as you, you may expect. Is there anything that you've seen in his game or his mindset, you know, over the break uh, that that had him get a kind of a breakout performance like tonight? You know, it's tough to say, I and mean, we're we're always on him to, just to make sure he's making great decisions in the paint. He's got a unique ability to get in the lane, and um, you know, he's he's figuring out the length of of the NBA game. Um, when to you know go for his finish? He's got great English uh, on his spin spin shots at the rim, um, you know. But sometimes he forces in there, and uh, you know we've been on him just make sure he's making great decisions once he gets to the paint to continue to live in the paint. And uh, you know, as you see with the ten assists tonight, uh, you saw he made great decisions. Uh, yeah, Frank. Just following up on that. I mean, last year obviously Talon played and. You sort of used his length defensively, and that, and that was sort of the reason for a sub. Are you seeing more areas where you could trust him in a playoff series to, to play rotation minutes? Oh, for sure. I mean, it, just, just the amount of minutes and, um, you know, uh, I don't know, opportunity that he's gotten this year. He didn't have this under his belt last year. You know, he joined us uh, in the bubble. Uh, basically, haven't played most of the season in, in the G League, and uh, you know had very little experience. So to throw him in there in a playoff series just showed the type of confidence I had in him. But it's a whole nother level uh, now, of course, you know, with him basically being a, a rotation player uh, all throughout this season. Dan, hey Frank, with 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 Trez and the in the way that he gets his offense or can get some of his offense. How much of that is just feel with other players and kind of him finding spaces and other players kind of getting used to to where he's going to be? And have you seen any growth in that maybe over the last 10 games or so? Yeah, well, it's it's just one of those things that, you know, players have to learn each other. There are relationships that, that have to be built and, and grown throughout the course of the season. And you know, I think our guys are, are learning that and, you know, they're growing in that regard. And then he's got a unique ability to, like you said, to find space in the paint. And he's a great finisher and he's a great catcher, uh, you know, of all types of, uh, you know, pocket passes and extra passes that our, that our guys are making to him. He catches everything, finishes everything. So, uh, you know, you saw what he had, uh, you know, in terms of his performance in that 11 for 14. You know, that's just uh, indicative of what we're talking about. Dave? Frank, considering what some of uh, your roster has gone through this year with injuries and uh, alike, how important has Montrose Harrell been for you guys, uh, the consistency he's provided? And as you mentioned, it's all new to him, but still being able to produce as he learns uh, what you guys are all about. He's been invaluable. You know, he's been a big part of uh, our success this season, especially with uh, with Anthony and, and, and Mark being out. Uh, we've leaned more heavily on him uh, than we were earlier in the season. And, you know, it's been a good thing for him and, and for our guys to – um, like we talked about a minute ago, just just get a feel for what his game is like, how to deliver the ball to him, and take advantage of his skill set. Um, you know, but he's been a consistent performer. He's a gamer. He he he's just you can ride him for long stretches of the game uh, without a rest. And um, 
you know, has been a, you know, just a, a positive, a real positive for us this season. Well, Frank, what has Trez been like as a culture fit? And what do you think that would be like coming into a place where the culture is so incredibly established with what LeBron and AD do? And then he's coming from a place where culture was kind of their whole thing. Um, how is that, how is that meshed? And, and did it maybe take some time? Uh, I don't think it's taken time. I think he's been a great culture fit here, you know, for our group. And, um, you know, I don't know, I can't speak on what, uh, you know, what his situation was like last year, uh, but he's very well liked by our guys in the locker room. He cares. He's got a great high, you know, high care factor uh, for what we're working on. And, um, you know, he really commits to trying to, trying to get it right, you know, whatever it is, whether it's spacing or, um, you know, or defensive concepts or whatever. You know, I actually thought uh, the last game that we played was uh, one of his best growth games defensively for what we're asking him to do. You know, and I think this extended time with Anthony Mark out, uh, you know, is really helping him in that regard. All right, we've got time for two more. Jovan? Hey, Frank. Um, you guys had 68 points in the paint, which is the second most you've scored this season. And then you had the season high 36 assists. Um, I'm curious what you thought of the passing, specifically some of the interior passing where you guys had a lot of those dump offs for dunks and, and fouls and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we want to be an extra pass team. And, uh, you know, a lot of them, we, we talk about paint to greats and finding three point shooters. And, and we did that at a, at a pretty high level tonight and we rewarded uh, the, the great passing. But, you know, the dump offs in the paint, uh, there were more tonight than 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 typical, you know. And um, you know, we just want to make great decisions. We want to get a high shot quality, um, you know, every time down the floor. And we did that tonight for sure. We shot 63% from the field overall. Last question, Andy Kamenetsky. Frank uh, McKinney got some. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Early run in this game, which which hasn't been typical for the season. When he's in, what are you specifically looking for? Well, he's got to play in our system. You know, I mean, that's all we talked about all year is, you know, how to execute our offensive system, our defensive schemes, uh, what our rules are. And, um, you know, that's that's what he's being asked to do when he gets in there is, is to uh, provide defense, uh, perimeter shooting is not going to be a primary offensive option for us. Um, like many of our guys are, you know, they play off of LeBron and AD when he's in there, uh, and Dennis. And, um, you know, I, I think he's gotten a, a great feel without a lot of run uh, for picking up what we're asking him to do. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Uh, let's do a couple things when we come back. We'll take your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. We'll read some of your tweets here on the Lakers' 128-97 to win over the Warriors. Plus, we'll get a chance to hear from Kyle Kuzma. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710-ESPN. 128-97, to Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. Good win for the Lakers tonight. Very, very good win for the Lakers tonight. I was telling Michael in the pregame show that I thought um, this one might be a tough one. This one might be a battle. Last game the Lakers played against Golden State was a blowout here at Staples, so you thought, okay, Warriors get another shot two weeks later at uh, at Chase Center. 
that they would be much more engaged. No, not the case. Lakers blew them out again. Um, so impressive all-around win for the Lakers. I don't like to pay too much attention to what the Warriors, what the standings are, where they're sitting. Um, 20 and 19 coming off that win against the Jazz yesterday. This is a good win. This is a really, really good win for the Lakers. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. You could tweet me at Alan Slee. I'll read some of those tweets here in just a second as far as uh, everybody's thoughts on the game. Um, but this is uh, this is the main thing that I want to point out here real quick. you got to keep this thing rolling. you got the Minnesota Timberwolves coming up tomorrow, Charlotte after that, Atlanta after that. Uh, it's going to be so key for the Lakers to just – take advantage of this opportunity and the advantage obviously is um, some of these matchups that you should be winning next three are at home at, at Staples Center. Let me take a quick phone call here. Uh, 877-710-ESPN. Solomon and Lake, Bal- uh, Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Thank you for calling in. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm good, Al. You know, I, do, I don't want to put any kind of doubts on the flames of tonight's win. I mean, the, the guys put up some points. That was impressive. But I've had this burning question and I want to get your response. Sure. Lakers are, Lakers are going to have to make a big decision here. Mm-hmm. There's one or two ways they can go. We all know they need a big. Are you going to go and just keep someone functional like a Damian Jones and hold on to your core players? Or are you going to go and try to hit the home run? Because you know if you're going to get Drummond or Hassan Whiteside or even uh, Jared Allen, which of these four players do you want to say goodbye to? Kuzma, KCP, um, AC, or Harold, I, I appreciate. Those I appreciate yeah. you calling in, Solomon. Let me uh, let me jump in here. Um, okay, obviously I, I cannot read what Palenka in the front office is going to do, but I, I wouldn't be too surprised if things are played out the way they were last year, where the Lakers held held court. They didn't get rid of Kuzma. They didn't get rid of THT, and they went in and brought in Markeith Morris because they felt like that's the type of player that they needed. Um, I got a feeling Lakers will be patient. We'll see what happens here in the buyout market. Lakers are obviously an incredibly attractive destination. Uh, there's a lot of chances for teams like this to, or players like this to kind of resurrect their career and try and chase an NBA championship. So we'll see what ends up happening. I'll just say walking away from tonight's game, um, nice team performance, and I feel like over the next couple of weeks, hopefully there's you know obviously some more help for the Lakers. Let's hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. A good win for the Lake Show. Final score, 128-97. to Here's Coach on the win over the Warriors. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we've been preaching all year, uh, to share the basketball, play for each other. I, I thought hey, Frank, just want to ask you first about the ball movement. It seemed like there were a lot of extra passes uh, up and down the roster. Uh, was there anything you noticed about that as it evolved throughout the game? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we've been preaching all year, uh, to share the basketball, play for each other. I, I thought in particular tonight, you know, uh, when we got to the paint, we made better decisions than, we, than we've been doing the, the, the last few games. Um, you know, but we've been we've been sharing the ball like this for some time. We just haven't been knocking down shots from the perimeter, and I, I think you saw that tonight. Um, you know, along with some other finishes at the rim. Frank, the bench tonight uh, was you know obviously very effective and efficient. Uh, in theory, you should be shorthanded given the guys that were out, but it, you know having Coos and Tht and, and Trez there. Uh, anything with that trio specifically that you that you saw? Well, they all played great. You know, uh, we sprinkle in uh, a starter with with the second unit, and um, you know we we threw them off a little bit with uh, with the zone. Their second unit has been playing well, so uh, we threw some zone at those guys, and we're able to go on a run in uh, in the second quarter. But Talon, Coos, and Trez all had terrific nights, um, scoring the ball, making the right plays, extra passes. 
and, and our whole group defended at a high level. It, just to focus on THT for a second, Frank, it seemed like there were you know a couple of weeks where he was a little down uh, before the break, as you, you may expect. Is there anything that you've seen in his game or his mindset, you know, over the break uh, that that had him get a kind of a breakout performance like tonight? You know, it's tough to say, and we, we're we're always on him to, just to make sure he's making great decisions in the paint. He's got a unique ability to get in the lane, and um, you know, he's he's figuring out the length of of the NBA game. Um, when to, you know, go for his finish. He's got great English uh, on his spin spin shots at the rim. Um, you know, but sometimes he forces in there. And, uh, you know, we've been on him just make sure he's making great decisions once he gets to the paint to continue to live in the paint. And, uh, you know, as you see with the 10 assists tonight, uh, you saw he made great decisions. Kyle? Yeah, Frank, just following up on that, I mean, last year, obviously, Talon played and you sort of, used his length defensively and that, and that was sort of the reason for a sub. Are you seeing more areas where you could trust him in a playoff series to, to play rotation minutes? Oh, for sure. I mean, it, just, just the amount of minutes and, um, you know, uh, I don't know, opportunity that he's gotten this year. He didn't have this under his belt last year. You know, he joined us uh, in the bubble. Uh, basically, haven't played most of the season in, in the G League, and uh, you know had very little experience. So to throw him in there in a playoff series just showed the type of confidence I had in him. But it's a whole nother level uh, now, of course. You know, with him basically being a, a rotation player uh, all throughout this season. Dan. Hey Frank, with 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 Trez and the in the way that he gets his offense or can get some of his offense. How much of that is just feel with other players and kind of him finding spaces and other players kind of getting used to to where he's going to be? And have you seen any growth in that maybe over the last 10 games or so? Yeah, well, it's it's just one of those things that, you know, players have to learn each other. There are relationships that, that have to be built and, and grown throughout the course of the season. And you know, I think our guys are, are learning that and, you know, they're growing in that regard. And then he's got a unique ability to, like you said, to find space in the paint. And he's a great finisher and he's a great catcher, uh, you know, of all types of, uh, you know, pocket passes and extra passes that our guys are making to him. He catches everything, finishes everything. So, uh, you know, you saw what he had, uh, you know, in terms of his performance in that 11 for 14. You know, that's just uh, indicative of what we're talking about. Dave? Frank, considering what some of uh, your roster has gone through this year with injuries and uh, alike, how important has Montrose Harrell been for you guys, uh, the consistency he's provided? And as you mentioned, it's all new to him, but still being able to produce as he learns uh, what you guys are all about. He's been invaluable. You know, he's been a big part of uh, our success this season, especially with uh, with Anthony and, and, and Mark being out. Uh, we've leaned more heavily on him uh, than we were earlier in the season. And, you know, it's been a good thing for him and, and for our guys to – um, like we talked about a minute ago, just just get a feel for what his game is like, how to deliver the ball to him, and take advantage of his skill set. Um, you know, but he's been a consistent performer. He's a gamer. He he he's just you can ride him for long stretches of the game uh, without a rest. And um, you know, it's been a you know just a a positive, a real positive for us this season. Bill, Frank, what has Trez been like as a culture fit and? What do you think that would be like coming into a place where the culture is so incredibly established with what LeBron and AD do, and then he's coming from a place where culture was kind of their whole thing? 
Um, how is that? How is that meshed? And and did it maybe take some time? Uh, I don't think it's taken time. I think he's been a great culture fit here, you know, for our group. And um, you know, I don't know. I can't speak on what uh, you know what his situation was like last year. Uh, but he's very well liked by our guys in the locker room. He cares. He's got a great high, you know, high care factor uh, for what we're working on. And, um, you know, he really commits to trying to trying to get it right, you know, whatever it is, whether it's spacing or, um, you know, or defensive concepts or whatever. You know, I actually thought uh, the last game that we played was uh, one of his best growth games defensively for what we're asking him to do. You know, and I think this extended time with Anthony Mark out, uh, you know, is really helping him in that regard. All right, we've got time for two more. Jovan. Hey, Frank. Um, you guys had 68 points in the paint, which is the second most you've scored this season. And then you had the season high 36 assists. Um, I'm curious what you thought of the passing, specifically some of the interior passing where you guys had a lot of those dump offs for dunks and, and fouls and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we want to be an extra pass team. And, uh, you know, a lot of them, we talk about paint to greats and finding three-point shooters. And, and we did that at a, at a pretty high level tonight and we rewarded uh, the, the great passing. But, you know, the dump-offs in the paint, uh, there were more tonight than than, than typical, you know. And um, you know, we just want to make great decisions. We want to get a high shot quality, um, you know, every time down the floor. And we did that tonight for sure. We shot 63% from the field overall. Last question, Andy Kamenetsky. Frank, uh, McKinney got some early run in this game, which which hasn't been typical for the season. When he's in, what are you specifically looking for? Well, he's got to play in our system. You know, I mean, that's all we talked about all year is, you know, how to execute our offensive system, our defensive schemes, uh, what our rules are. And, um, you know, that's that's what he's being asked to do when he gets in there is, is to uh, provide defense. Uh, perimeter shooting is not going to be a primary offensive option for us. Um, like many of our guys are, you know, they play off of LeBron and AD when he's in there, uh, and Dennis. And, um, you know, I, I think he's gotten a, a great feel without a lot of run uh, for picking up what we're asking him to do. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Uh, let's do a couple things when we come back. We'll take your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. We'll read some of your tweets here on the Lakers' 128-97 to win over the Warriors. Plus, we'll get a chance to hear from Kyle Kuzma. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And here's a steal by Montrez Harold. Lager defense tonight's been excellent. He gets it ahead to THT. Alley-oop to Kuzma, who dunks it. Beautiful pass by Taylor Horton Tucker. And the Lakers up 95-74 by 21 points. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. 128-97, to 97, the final score. 
you know, I sit here with the box score in front of me, and I don't know how I didn't catch this. 36 assists for the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. 36 assists. That's uh, that's outstanding. Let me uh, take a quick phone call here, and then I got a couple tweets that I want to read. Uh, Scooter in L.A. Scooter, appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, bud. Hey, Alan, thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. Yeah, it was a good game. Good game tonight, man. One of the best games they played all year. You know, I guess that uh, All-Star break uh, did us some good. Uh, the only thing I say, they got to uh, watch out on the turnovers. And why does LeBron be in the game when they're up by 25, 30 points, man, in the fourth quarter? You know, he's he's too stuck on the stats sometimes, man. He needs, you know, they, they play tomorrow, man. He needs to take a break, man, and get out the game. I know he's not going to do nothing crazy and risk getting injured, but you let him know, man. You know, he needs to, you know. Yeah, Scooter, Scooter, Scooter I, I, I don't disagree. I, I think, you know, John and Michael were talking about this during the broadcast, that, and I appreciate you calling in. That, you know, Lakers had a 20-plus lead or whatever the case is in the fourth quarter. Yeah, take him out. And I think there was a little uh, chasing for that triple-double. He had 22, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. 8 of 13 from the field. Had some unbelievable fadeaways that were just so casual. Um, he was great tonight, but he played 30 minutes. If you could have shaved five minutes off of that, maybe play 25 and get him obviously ready for that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. It would have been nice. I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with that. Let me. Uh, let me read off here. Uh, one quick tweet. Um, at Squad Fury Ten says Tress continues to be an offensive force, massive impact on both sides of the ball, and is consistently finding himself in high percentage shot situations with good movement and athleticism. Excellent find. He's been phenomenal. Uh, can't argue that one. The more minutes he plays, it does seem like. Um, good things obviously happen. I, th- I think this is a good one as well. Uh, Ryan Schwartz on uh, Twitter says, Trez is really starting to establish his role, and it's beautiful. Kuzma is finally starting to look like a strong offensive player again. TH- uh, THT continues to show how high his ceiling is. Um, you know, I-, I-, I mentioned that the Talonhorn Tucker part, how smooth he is. Well, Kuzma in these last couple of games, don't forget last game he had, I want to say 25 and 14. And then tonight follows it up with 17 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. Only took 11 shots and was 7 of 11 from the field. Kuz is trying to fill in as best as he can. Of course, he's not going to do it by himself. Some of these stats that Anthony Davis does on a night in, night out basis. Let's get Kuz's thoughts on the Lakers' uh, big win over the Golden State Warriors, 128 97. All right. Hello. We are back. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mike Trudell. Hey, Kuz, you spent a lot of time on the court tonight with THT and Montrez, uh, and both of them had uh, individual performances, right, plus the collective. Just wondered what you thought of their game and how that boosted your unit there. Um, you know, Trez was Trez, but, um, man, um, THT had a, a hell of a game tonight, uh, doing everything, getting downhill, getting into the paint. You know, that's one thing that, you know, we've really been trying to talk to him. You know, I've been trying to talk to him about is, you know, once he gets in the paint, it's probably, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, two or three best players to penetrate in the paint. And he's so gifted to, um, you know, look weak side, look strong side and hit guys. And uh, he did a great job with that tonight, you know, to having 10 assists and um, scoring as well. So, we had you on the pregame show on Spectrum, and you were talking about how playmaking is kind of that one area where you still want to grow uh, and improve with the rest of your game. And tonight, you had a, a number of kind of nice setup passes uh, on the interior. Was there anything that you were reading in, in the game that helped that along tonight? 
Uh, I guess I just spoke it into existence. Um, you know, it's funny, but um, no, I was just, you know, playing the game of basketball, you know, just trying to make the right reads every time uh, somebody came to me, um, you know, somebody stepped up, hit treads a couple of times and I'm just trying to make the right basketball play every time down and, uh, you know, play winning basketball. And since you had such a strong game and you won, uh, can I ask you about the airball tactical free throw? Yeah, San Francisco had a um, 3.5 magnitude earthquake and started rumbling. And um, I don't know, I got scared and just went over to the far left. Uh, Dan? Well, that was going to be my question, too, so that's not as fun. Um, no, um, when a night like this went, when, when the passing is so crisp, do you think that's contagious with a, with a team? Super contagious. Um, you know, it, it's just a fun brand of basketball, and that's the type of basketball we have to play while AD's out. You know, I think that's, um, you know, one of the funner games we've had as a team this season, having, I don't know how many assists we had, maybe a plus 30 assists. Um, and, you know, it's just fun. You know, everybody's touching the ball, everybody's moving, and you can't really guard it. You know, anytime you have that many assists, probably going to win the game. Dave? Kyle, what's uh, AD like during these games on the sideline? And uh, is it like a leadership role? And do you think, I don't know, does he get excited for your guys' success? I think this is, uh, I think this, this timeout has been great for AD. Um, this is, you know, in the year and a half I've been with him and playing with him. This is probably the most vocal and, um, from a leadership standpoint, he's been, and it's great to see. You know, anytime we have timeouts, he's always talking to guys. He's got his, um, he's got his iPad. Um, you know, looking over plays and showing us on the on the bench talking, and um, it's just great. You know, especially for him, I think that's uh, the next step for him, especially when it gets back, is uh, you know being that type of leader that's talking, and uh, you know we respect him. You know, he's he's Anthony Davis. You know. We know how great he is, and you know, anytime he says something, we we um we know we listen to it. So uh, we need more of it. Kyle, hey, coach. Um, you know, during I think that one winning streak when you guys were going to overtime a bunch of games, and and some of them were dragging out. It seemed like there were times maybe where you guys would kind of go through the motions or or have some complacency. Do you think this this stretch? where you've had so many injuries and kind of had to focus a little more has shaken some of that out of you guys? Um, I mean, yes and no. I think, um, you know, I think we're just all settled into a different type of brand of basketball. You know, it took a, took a little bit and then we had, um, you know, some COVID protocols that messed us up. And um, now that we got kind of everyone back minus Mark um, and AD, I think we've all settled into a different type of brand of basketball that we're playing and, um, everybody's elevating their game uh, within that system. So, I'll take two more, Tony Deville. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, this season, you know, I, I've noticed that you know you got like a different bounce going on, and I'm just wondering, do you look at this season as an opportunity for you to, or do you look at yourself as you know one of the leaders going forward? You know, aside from LeBron and AD. Amongst other guys, you've been here, you know, longer than the other guys on the team. You know, I'm just wondering if you are taking on that role and, and look at yourself as one of the leaders as well, especially with AD being down. Um, I just think uh, as a team and I think, um, 
you know, the best teams in the world, uh, any, any sports, um, any sport, it's, it's, it's always player led clubs. Um, and, and, you know, I think that, you know, everybody's a leader in their own right. Uh, everybody has uh, a voice, everybody has an opinion. And um, I think everyone, you know, should exercise that because it only helps the team, you know, you know, if you're quiet, you know, players don't know what you're thinking. And, you know, for me, I'm just trying to be out there and, um, you know, just, just try to, you know, exhaust, you know, every element of the game, just to try to get better. And uh, that's what I've done all year. And uh, it just helped me out. It's helped me become a complete player. It's helping me, um, you know, be in the right spot, more talking and, and, you know, just, you know, helping guys out. You know, that's what I want to do. Last question, Leonardo. Hi, Carl. It's Leonardo Torres from Peru. Congrats on the win. Carl, about the team's identity, do you think you have found it in this season or not yet? Uh, you're talking about for our team or our individual? As a team? Um, yes. Um, well, no, I don't really think so. Um, I think we found a, a little bit of how we need to play right now. Um, but I don't think we'll find our true identity until, um, you know, you know, the playoffs, whenever that starts, you know, we get AD back, get Gasol back and we play yet again, another type of basketball and you know, we put it all together. I think that's when we will, you know, find our, our true identity. Obviously, um, you know, everything starts on the defensive end for us. You know, we're the number one defense in the league and we take pride in that, but I think, um, you know, offensively, we have a few gears to uh, to level up on, and um, I think we'll find that, you know, towards playoffs. All right, nice couple of nights for Kyle Kuzma. Uh, great tonight, great in the last one against Indiana Pacers. Lakers now 2-0. and I know it's uh, just a short little span here, but 2-0 at least in the second half of the season. Another one coming up against the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow. Uh, we come back, read some of your tweets. I want to give my thoughts, too. You know, there's uh, – a few games coming up here this week that I think the Lakers can really, really do some damage on. So let's take a look at the rest of the uh, schedule. Uh, and if you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is 710-ESPN. And here's a steal by Montrez Harold. Laker defense tonight's been excellent. He gets it ahead to THT. Alley-oop to Kuzma who dunks it. Beautiful pass by Taylor Horton Tucker. And the Lakers up 95-74 by 21 Points. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. 128-97, to 97, the final score. You know, I sit here with the box score in front of me, and I don't know how I didn't catch this. 36 assists for the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. 36 assists. That's uh, that's outstanding. Let me uh, take a quick phone call here, and then I got a couple tweets that I want to read. Uh, Scooter in L.A. Scooter, appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, bud. Hey, Alan, thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. Yeah, it was a good game. Good game tonight, man. One of the best games they played all year. You know, I guess that uh, All-Star break uh, did us some good. Uh, the only thing I say, they got to uh, watch out on the turnovers. And why does LeBron be in the game when they're up by 25, 30 points, man, in the fourth quarter? You know, he's he's too stuck on the stats sometimes, man. He needs, you know, they, they play tomorrow, man. He needs to take a break, man, and get out the game. I know he's not going to 
do nothing crazy and, and risk getting injured, but you let him know, man. You know, he needs to, you know. Yeah, Scooter, Scooter, Scooter yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I think, you know, John and Michael were talking about this during the broadcast, that, and I appreciate you calling in, that, you know, Lakers had a 20-plus lead or whatever the case is in the fourth quarter. Yeah, take him out. And I think there was a little uh, chasing for that triple-double. He had 22, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, 8 of 13 from the field, had some unbelievable fadeaways that were just so casual. Um, he was great tonight, but he played 30 minutes. If you could have shaved five minutes off of that, maybe play 25 and get him obviously ready for that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, it would have been nice. I don't uh, I don't disagree with that. Let me uh, let me read off here uh, one quick tweet. Um at Squad Fury 10 says, Tress continues to be an offensive force. Massive impact on both sides of the ball and is consistently finding himself in high percentage shot situations with good movement and athleticism. Excellent find. He's been phenomenal. Uh, can't argue that one. The more minutes he plays, it does seem like um, good things obviously happen. I, th- I think this is a good one as well. Uh, Ryan Schwartz on uh, Twitter says, Trez is really starting to establish his role and it's beautiful. Kuzma is finally starting to look like a strong offensive player again. THT uh, continues to show how high his ceiling is. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned that the Talonhorn Tucker part, how smooth he is. Well, Kuzma in these last couple of games, don't forget last game he had, I want to say 25 and 14. And then tonight follows it up with 17 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. Only took 11 shots and was 7 of 11 from the field. Kuz is trying to fill in as best as he can. Of course, he's not going to do it by himself. Some of these stats that Anthony Davis does on a night-in, night-out basis. Let's get Kuz's thoughts on the Lakers' uh, big win over the Golden State Warriors, 128-97. All right. Hello. We are back. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mike Trudell. Hey, Kuz, you spent a lot of time on the court tonight with THT and Montrez, uh, and both of them had – uh, individual performances, right, plus the collective. Just wondered what you thought of their game and how that boosted your unit there. Um, you know, Trez was Trez, but, um, man, um, THC had a, a hell of a game tonight uh, doing everything, getting downhill, getting into the paint. You know, that's one thing that, you know, we've really been trying to talk to him. You know, I've been trying to talk to him about is, you know, once he gets in the paint, it's probably, you know, one of, one of the, you know, two or three best players to penetrate in the paint. And he's so gifted to, um, you know, look weak side, look strong side and hit guys. And uh, he did a great job with that tonight, you know, to having 10 assists and um, scoring as well. So we had you on the pregame show on Spectrum and you were talking about how playmaking is kind of that one area where you still want to grow uh, and improve with the rest of your game. And tonight you had a, a number of kind of nice setup passes uh, on the interior. Was there anything that you were reading in, in the game that helped that along tonight? Uh, I guess I just spoke it into existence. Um, you know, it's funny, but um, no, I was just, you know, playing the game of basketball, you know, just trying to make the right reads every time uh, somebody came to me, um, you know, somebody stepped up, hit Trez a couple of times and I'm um, just trying to make the right basketball play every time down and, uh, you know, play winning basketball. And since you had such a strong game and you won, uh, can I ask you about the air ball tactical free throw? Yeah, San Francisco had a um, 3.5 magnitude earthquake and started rumbling. And um, I don't know, I got scared and just went over to the far left. Uh, Dan? Well, that was going to be my question, too, so that's not as fun. Um, no, um, when a night like this when 
when when the passing is so crisp. Do you think that's contagious with the, with a team? Super contagious. Um, you know, it, it's just a fun brand of basketball, and that's the type of basketball we have to play while AD's out. You know, I think that's um, you know one of the funner games we've had as a team this season. Having I don't know how many assists we had, maybe a plus thirty assists. Um, and, you know, it's just fun. You know, everybody's touching the ball, everybody's moving, and you can't really guard it. You know, anytime you have that many assists, you're probably going to win the game. If Kyle, what's uh, AD like during these games on the sideline? And uh, is it like a leadership role? And do you think, I don't know, does he get excited for your guys' success? I think this is uh I think this this timeout has been great for AD. Um, this is you know in the year and a half I've been with him and playing with him. This is probably the most vocal and um, from a leadership standpoint he's been, and it's great to see. You know, anytime we have timeouts, he's always talking to guys. He's got his um, he's got his iPad, um, you know, looking over plays and showing us on the on the bench talking, and um, it's just great. You know, especially for him, I think that's. Uh, the next step for him, especially when it gets back, is, uh, you know, being that type of leader that's talking and, uh, you know, we respect him. You know, he's he's Anthony Davis, you know, and we know how great he is. And, you know, anytime he says something, we, we um, you know, we listen to it. So uh, we need more of it. Kyle? Hey, Coach. Um, you know, during, I think, that one winning streak when you guys were going to overtime a bunch of games and, and some of them were dragging out, it seemed like there were times maybe where you guys would kind of go through the motions or, or have some complacency. Do you think this this stretch where you've had so many injuries and kind of had to focus a little more has shaken some of that out of you guys? Um, yes and no. I think, um, you know, I think we're just all settled into a different type of brand of basketball. You know, it took a, took a little bit. And then we had, um, you know, some COVID protocols that messed us up. And um, now that we got kind of everyone back, minus Mark um, and AD, I think we've all settled into a different type of brand of basketball that we're playing. And um, everybody's elevating their game uh, within that system. So, take two more, Tony Deville. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, this season, you know, I, I've noticed that you know you got like a different bounce going on, and I'm just wondering. Do you look at this season as an opportunity for you to, or do you look at yourself as, you know, one of the leaders going forward, you know, aside from LeBron and AD, amongst other guys, you've been here, you know, longer than the other guys on the team. You know, I'm just wondering if you are taking on that role and, and look at yourself as one of the leaders as well, especially with AD being down. Um, I just think uh, as a team, and I think, um, you know, the best teams in the world, uh, any, any sports, um, any sport, it's, it's, it's always player-led clubs. Um, and, and, you know, I think that, you know, everybody's a leader in their own right. Uh, everybody has uh, a voice. Everybody has an opinion. And um, I think everyone, you know, should exercise that because it only helps the team. You know, um, you know if you're quiet, you know, players don't know what you're thinking. And, you know, for me, I'm just trying to be out there and, um, you know, just, just try to, you know, exhaust you know, every element of the game just to try to get better. And uh, that's what I've done all year. And uh, it just helped me out. It's helped me become a complete player. It's helping me, um, you know, be in the right spot more talking and, and, you know, just, you know, helping guys out. You know, that's what I want to do.
Last question, Leonardo. Hi, Carl. It's Leonardo Torres from Peru. Congrats on the win. Carl, about the team's identity, do you think you have found it in this season or not yet? Uh, are you talking about for our team or our individual? As a team. Um, yes. Um, well, no, I don't really think so. Um, I think we found a, a little bit of how we need to play right now. Um, but I don't think we'll find our true identity until, um, you know, you know, the playoffs, whenever that starts. You know, when we get AD back, get Gasol back, and we play yet again another type of basketball, and, you know, we put it all together. I think that's when we'll, you know, find our, our true identity. Obviously, um, you know, everything starts on the defensive end for us. You know, we're number one defense in the league, and we take pride in that. But I think, um, you know, offensively, we have a few gears to, uh, to level up on. And um, I think we'll find that, you know, towards playoffs. All right, nice couple of nights for Kyle Kuzma. Uh, great tonight, great in the last one against Indiana Pacers, Lakers now 2-0. and I know it's uh, just a short little span here, but 2-0 at least in the second half of the season. Another one coming up against the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow. Uh, we come back, read some of your tweets. I want to give my thoughts too. You know, there's a few games coming up here this week that I think the Lakers can really, really do some damage on. So let's take a look at the rest of the uh, schedule. Uh, and if you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is 710 ESPN.